as I was preparing for the, the homily this weekend, came across this little passage from St. Therese of Lisieux, um, the child, little child of Jesus, um, often called the little flower. And I, what I like about this passage is sometimes people make our faith so complicated and difficult and challenging. And this passage that she spoke, I think, is a very good antidote for those who are so astute. Okay. At times when I'm reading certain spiritual treatises in which perfection is shown through a thousand obstacles surrounded by a crowd of illusions, my poor little mind quickly tires. I close the learned book that is breaking my head and drying up my heart, and I take up Holy Scripture. Then all seems luminous to me. A single word uncovers for my soul infinite horizons. A perfect perfection seems simple to me. I see it is sufficient to recognize one's nothingness and to abandon oneself as a child into God's arms. Um, I just, her simple way, in that simple childhood innocence, that simple childhood trust, abandoning yourself into the arms of God. There's also another story I'd read years ago about a priest who's writing to her, and he never said what it was, but that he felt he had really sinned. And... Advice to him was, just throw yourself into the arms of God's mercy. She said, that's what I do. I just say, Lord, here I am. I'm your little one. Help me. And that's how she entrusted to him whatever it was she struggled with. In the passage today, Jesus talks about revealing to the little ones that which is and the wise and the learned. And sometimes we can just be too wise and learned and miss the simplicity of the message of the love of God for us. Um, but he says to me, come to, come to me, all you weary and find life burdensome, and I will refresh you. Take my yoke upon your shoulders and learn from me, for I'm meek and humble of heart and your souls will find rest, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. If our faith, our relationship with God, just becomes too heavy, maybe we're missing something in that struggle. Um, years ago, a couple years before my mother passed away, I was thinking about all the difficulties and challenges that she had faced. And she really had a, a lot of difficulties. I shared a, a few weeks back that my mom had been committed four years to mental hospital. Uh, LaRue Carter for one year, then three years to Logan Sports State Mental Hospital. And uh, she had talked about she had had a total frontal lobotomy. She had had the 
uh, electroshock treatments. But the one she dreaded the most was when they'd wrap her body in sheets with her arms at her side and then soak them in ice water, be soaked in ice water, I mean her whole body. They were trying to lower the temperature, thinking that that might help calm the patient down. I happened to run into a nurse who was actually at the hospital at the time my mother was there, and she said those patients would just beg and beg and beg us not to do it. But we said we had to do it because that was part of the doctor's orders for your treatment. And she said she could only, she only worked there one year because she just couldn't handle seeing the terror those patients faced. And I said, yes, I know my mom really had that. When I was talking to my mom, I said, you know, mom, you really had a very difficult life. And her words to me were, what was difficult about it? I said, okay, mom, if you don't think it was, I'm not going to bring things up. But it was just like, somehow she'd been given whatever grace it was that she needed to be able to ride through that and not be broken by it. And so I thought of this passage, come to me, all your weary and fine life burdensome, and I will refresh you. And I really take it that's what had happened, that somehow her spirit had been refreshed, had been renewed, in spite of everything that she endured. If those are the words of our Lord to us, what may be some of the things that we do that really just burden us down in life? And some things I thought about were, one, when Jesus taught us to pray, he taught us to ask our Father for our daily bread. In other words, he asks us to ask God for what we need today. Not tomorrow, not next week, not three years from now, but today. Lord, give us the grace that we need today. Give us that which we need to stir, nourish and strengthen us for today. Sometimes we pile on ourselves years and years and years and years, either into the future, sometimes years and years into the past. But he taught us to pray, give us this day our daily bread. So maybe one of the ways of lightening the burden that some people carry is, Lord, today, Lord, today, let me ask you for that which I need and live today before you. Um, I can't do anything about yesterday or tomorrow. Today is the day. I think also a number of times we carry with us, I think sometimes I say a big bag of stones. Sometimes those stones are stones we use to hurl at other people. Sometimes those resentments that we carry and just kind of pile up and pile up and pile up, that we never let go of any of those things that happened that we were perhaps hurtful or painful or mistakes that people made, we keep storing them all up. And so we have the biggest bag of stones we could possibly throw whenever we need it. Um, if that's the case, see if you can start taking those stones out. There was this one priest a number of years ago that I just really was angry at, and I had carried it a long time. 
And I really felt God was saying, you have to let it go. And I said, God, if you want me to forgive him, you have to give me the grace even to want to forgive, let alone to forgive. And so I felt God said, I will. I said, okay, you have to give me that grace. And I felt that. And then finally, over some time, I was able to surrender it and let it go. And I actually wrote to the priest and said, I've carried this resentment toward you long enough. It's time for me to let it go. Peace. And next time I ran into him at a gathering, he was there and he came up and gave me a hug and said, I had lost my peace a long time ago. When I got back from my trip, I opened up my mail and there was your card on top. And I read your note and peace just came over me. Um, again, let it going, letting go of that burden. It does us no good. It does them no good. Trust them to the mercy of God. That is for, for whom they have to stand. But also not only stones that we throw against others, sometimes we pile those stones up in regard to ourselves. Those regrets that we have, the mistakes we've made, the sins we've committed, sometimes we use those to keep smashing ourselves as well. But to the heavy weight that those um, that are to carry. And our Lord says, come to me, all your weary and find life burdensome. And I think he tells us to accept the mercy of God for ourselves, to allow ourselves to be forgiven. I think, can you and I change anything of the past? Can we undo, I mean, can we undo it? Can we change anything of the past? Um, I remember that movie about Superman when he spun the world backwards to make a time go back and then went back to that time and then went forward again. Well, none of us can do that. We can learn from the past. Hopefully, every time that we've made a mistake or that we have sinned, we have realized it and come to an awareness of it and grown from it. I hope it has given us lessons and taught us something and help us to grow beyond where we were when we were that age or that time in our life. If we don't grow from it, it is not going to help us either. And that's what I think as we celebrate this weekend, our 4th of July, the birth of our nation, yeah, there are many things that we can be proud of about our nation. It has done many good things, many good things have happened. But it also has sin, just like any human person. Can we as a nation learn from our sins and grow and go forward? Um, it is claimed, you know, that all men are created equal. Well, it said that phrase way back in 1776, all men are created equal, but it didn't include the Indians or the blacks or women. <laughs> in fact, the only people who could vote in the early history of our country were the landowners. 
if you did not own land, you didn't have a right to vote. Um, and so that is how our history began. We've worked through the Civil War, eliminating slavery, and I think we see that as a great step forward. Women receive the right to vote and are equal standing in our society. That is a step forward that we made. And now when people are crying out about injustice and suffering that they've endured, you know, let us face that and recognize that our nation has not been perfect but if we truly make it a nation that is just for all people, our nation will be greater. Our nation will be a great light and beacon to other nations as well. But in, a, in other words, let's choose the opportunity of facing what has been wrong and how we can go forward. You know, no longer um, making a part of our nation discarded as though they didn't matter, as though they didn't count, as though they had no value. We need to recognize the value of every person, every single person in our nation. They were each created by God and are created in the image of God. Each one is a child of God. And Jesus has told us, whatever you do to the least, you do to me. And so maybe sometimes our nation quite hasn't lived up to its ideals, but it doesn't say we change the ideals. We keep the ideal. And life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, we keep the ideal. And we say, how can we be, go forward and realize this more fully for all people in our country, all people who are our, our family, our nation? It is not just for some that doesn't make a nation great, but it doesn't say it's bad because it has happened. It said we need to grow, just like each of us have to grow in our understanding of life. We maybe sinned more when we were younger because we didn't recognize the harm that it did. When people are calling out and say they're suffering, we need to listen to their suffering, to their hurt, to their pain, and say, how can we overcome that suffering, that injustice, that it may be a nation that is just for all peoples? That is what will make our nation great. God bless.